0: Welcome to Wine Talk for today, Wednesday, December 29th, 2010. It's 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, Stu the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. Happy New Year, or in honor of my guest tonight, Felice Ano nuovo. As you know, I'll take your calls anytime during the show at 1-646-381-4860 or email me your questions at info at com. You can also go into the chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts or tweet me any questions you like at Guru on Twitter and I'll read them live on the show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners out there for getting the word out about my show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that... The power of the people meets the power of the Internet. Now, if you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, the videos, the articles, and the TV shows I'm currently a part of. Speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo and The Examiner. You can find those just about anywhere on the Internet, inclusive of my website, www.stutentwineguru.com. And you now can find me on your iPhone or smartphone. I'm on the Hello Vino wine app. So download that for free. Have that in your pocket and in your phone. And anytime you want to review for me, or find out about a wine, find me on your phone. I've also made a Wine 101 video series that can be viewed on both YouTube, my website, and just about anywhere on the Internet. My latest one actually is on South African wines, and I highlight the Sauvignon Blanc of a fantastic new venture, Seven Springs, from Hermanus, West Cape Town area. So check it out. It's a great new Sauvignon Blanc. Hey, hi. Hey, hi. This is uh, John Ratzenberger. When I'm not doing voiceovers for movies or doing commercials, I'm listening to Stu the Wine Guru. I suggest you do the same. No actual celebrities were used in the making of this promo, only celebrity impersonators. Hey, this is Sly Stallone. You're listening to Stu the Wine Guru on Blackduckradio.com. When I'm out making action pictures, I'm listening too. Right now, I'm sipping on a nice Tuscan Red. No actual celebrities were used in the making of this promo. Only celebrity impersonators. So I have to say I'm honored to have on my show tonight the top Italian winemaker and one of the oldest winemaking families known on record. The wines are world class. The name of the vineyard is Barone Ricasoli Vineyards. His name is Francesco Ricasoli, and he'll be with us shortly. Of course, the number to call in, one six four six three eight one four eight six zero. If you're shy and you prefer the computer, email me your questions for both Francesco and I to info at studentwineguru.com. Or if you're on Twitter, you can tweet them to me to at Stu the Wine Guru, and I'll read them live here on the show. As always, I've opened up a chat room for the listeners to go into and chat and get to know each other and talk about wine. Of course, you can also ask questions of Francesco or myself, and I'll check into the chat room live periodically during the show to get answers for you. Yeah, hi, this is Tony Danza. You listen to Stu the Wine Guru. He's not bad. I'd listen to him every once in a while. You know, drink it Tuscan Red, try to take down the edge. Pretty good. I like him. Not bad. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eber. Okay, I know I haven't been in a movie in a while. I got it. It's okay. I've embraced it. But when I'm not being either, I'm listening to Stu, the Wine Guru. Scott, you'll get your turn, okay? (laughs) No actual celebrities were used in the making of this promo. Just celebrity impersonators. First up, I want to thank the listeners who are following me on Twitter. I love social media. I can talk directly to my listeners and my guests alike. I'm enjoying the immediacy of the medium, I like the ability to give updates in real time, and my guests are doing the same to promote the show. So, thanks to Twitter and social media. Some show notes: my next TV appearance will be will air in late January, early February. I'll be a guest on the Emmy award-winning PBS show Check Please South Florida with executive chef Michelle Bernstein, who's been on the show. I'll be kicking off its fifth season, so look for that. I've also been asked to be a guest on the hit CNBC World Show Wine Portfolio with host Jody Ness. He travels the world, goes all over the place, literally uh, China, um, uh, Malta, um, Hong Kong. He's been everywhere, and uh, so he came down to South Florida, he came to Miami, and uh, I took him on the the scene, the Miami scene, in, for wine and food. And during the taping, my episode read, went all over the place, and I take it to the best places, by the way, for both food and wine. We discussed my, my radio show and the wine industry. The taping was last month, and the show will air in late January, early February. So check your local listings for that. And I have to tell you, I am completely psyched for you to see the fruits of my labor. There'll be more TV appearances coming up, and I'll let you know via the radio show and Twitter as they happen. Also, I'll be narrating a promotional digital video for multiple Napa Valley wineries, so I'll let you know when that is complete. For all of you wanting to know what events I'll be attending, you, so you can meet up with me, like my tweeps do on Twitter, January 27th through the 30th, I'll be a media sponsor covering the second annual Key West Food and Wine Festival. Come down and eat some great food, drink some great wine, and be sure to come and say hi to me. February 23rd through the 27th, I'll be covering the 10th annual Food Network South Beach Wine and Food Festival. And again, I'm always when I say that I can't believe it's been 10 years already literally a decade but you have to check this out this is all the cool chefs who's who with the wine industry and of course me i'll be there so come say hi and march 18th through the 20th i'll be reporting on the boca Bacanal event so lots of good stuff happening in the first few months of the year down here in south florida that is the schedule so far of course keep listening here and i'll keep you posted since I'm a media sponsor for the Key West Food and Wine Festival, I have worked out a great deal for my listeners. You can now purchase VIP passes, and that gets you to everything, literally, and receive a $20 uh, discount right off the top. All you have to do is use the code SPWG, like in Stew the Wine Guru, during the checkout process. Keep listening in and following me on Twitter for more information. De-da-de-da, de-da-de-da, de-da-de-da. Remember, if you have any questions, I have answers. So call me at one six four six three eight one four eight six zero or email me at info at studentwineguru.com or get into the chat room and voice your opinion. Now, let me make sure that everyone listening knows Francesco's website and can go there for more information about his great wines. To learn more about Francesco and Barone Ricasoli wines, go to www.ricasoli.it. Find out where you can buy his wines locally in your town or buy them directly from Barone Ricasoli Winery. That's the beauty of the Internet. You can sip some wine while you buy some wine. So, without further wait... Let me bring on my guest for tonight, Francesco Ricasoli. Francesco, buonanotte. Francesco. You Francesco, hear me? You there? I can hear you. Yeah. Buonanotte.
1: Ciao, buonanotte to you. You know uh, this is the, uh, the 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 fanciest interview I ever heard. <laughs> this late in the night.
0: Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad it's the fanciest. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, uh, so I want ha- to. I want to first. I want to thank you for being on my show and discussing your great wines with us. It's great to have you here tonight. It's a pleasure. Excellent, excellent. So I have many questions for you. I want to let you know how this goes. I I have email questions that come in while we're talking. I have okay. um some tweeted questions from Twitter. I have people in my chat room that may ask some questions as well, and of course, I have the questions that I have for you. So. You know, we'll we'll bounce around a little bit, but we'll get a lot of questions and a lot of uh, ground covered. Okay. So, first of all, I guess the the basic question, and and I want to know, so for the few listeners out there, and I say very few of my listeners globally who may not know about Ricasoli wine, give them just a little bit of an uh, overview, just a little bit.
1: So, um, where are we? We are in the very center of Tuscany in the most historical uh, Chianti area that is in between uh, Siena and Florence. The estate of Brolio has been in my family uh, um, property since uh, the 12th century, so it's a long, long time. And uh, it's, uh, it's a very historical place in the sense that, uh, you know, since we have been there since a long time, we have been able to choose the best location, the best post, and uh, 250 hectares, it means more or less uh, 550 acres, uh, 600 more or less acres under vine, beautiful exposure, uh, mostly planted with Sangiovese, uh, today we are, of course, following uh, the the tradition that is linked with this uh, amazing, great variety that is Sangiovese, but also, of course, uh, experimentation and innovation. So it's, I mean, there is history and innovation nowadays, and uh, we are always looking to to, to what is next in t- in terms of, uh, uh, you know, wine in in the past in our region was uh a, a, a main main part of the uh, uh, let's say uh the 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 in 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 very important part of the uh, energy that was given to the people so food very simple food but the wine was sort of fuel for the workers today of course right. Wine is part of uh, um, uh, not indispensable, but is uh, for making the the the, uh, the pleasure of life and enjoying life. It's a uh, it's a complementary part of our lives, and so even the style of the wine in our region has changed, as uh, as very much in uh, in other wine region around the world. Yeah, so I mean definitely. it's. Uh, in few words it's it difficult evolved. to say the history of uh eight 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 centuries, anyhow.
0: I have to say, um I've had on uh from Spain uh yes. and Jerez. I've had on uh um Gonzalez Baez, I've had on uh their Sherry and they've been around hundred and seventy five years. And I thought to myself, Wow, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of time in the, in the grand scheme of winemaking. And then you go to Italy, and then you go to France, and you go to places like that, and you realize it's a drop in the bucket. I mean, it's a big thing when you look at it in the United States because we're basically infants, if you will, in the, in the winemaking process. Um, you know, 40, 50, 40, 50 years be, being the most probably that any one winemaker in the States has really been making wine, I'd say. Um, so when you talk about centuries uh it's really it's extremely impressive and and it gives one uh the, the the thought to have to take pause and think about what that impact actually is to have a family one family uh to be you know involved in uh this that business for that many years it's just it's Extremely impressive. That's the one word that comes to mind. So having said that, what was it like growing up in a family that is considered a wine dynasty? Hmm.
1: You know, it's uh, there are always uh, historically the up and downs. And so if you track in whatever family, in whatever business, there are the up and downs. Sometimes uh, at the end they cannot afford to go on and it stopped the business. Uh, I think we have been very lucky, the Ricarsoli, through the centuries. It uh, has been always a very powerful family because it has always been linked with the land. And uh, between one, you know, uh, in the, in Tuscany, like in many other uh, regions of Italy, uh, there were in the past a lot of uh, war battles between one small uh, let's say kingdom and the neighbor, um, let's say lord, and uh, the Ricazli were always very strong uh, uh, warriors. And between one war and the other one, they were producing wine. Uh, so the I think the strong thing was the fact that my family was linked not with uh, the cities but with the land. Therefore. Right. Uh, we have been lucky for this reason uh, the 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 business of course has been uh, always uh, through the times been uh changing in a sort of way adapting uh to the the uh, the times and uh, in many in sometimes they have been very difficult let's say in the first time, first period of the 19th century, there was big crisis as much as in the last uh, period of the um, same century, the 19th century. Then after Mm the Second uh, World War, also, again, almost the company, the the property was almost lost. Uh, Then uh, with a lot of efforts, uh, things were saved. Uh, This happened also 20 years ago when I took in charge of... uh, the business, the company was uh, in, um, mainly owned by a multinational company. Then uh, went through a very difficult uh, period of uh, financial and not only financial, but also of identity. Uh, what were they were doing, and the quality of the wine, the style of the wines, and so on. Uh, luckily enough, I had the opportunity to be uh, at that time in charge in the beginning of the 90s, and uh, I went back, let's say, to the origin. So, focusing on the uh, wines of the region, uh, focusing on wine based on Sangiovese, on Chianti Classico, and really putting back uh, all the efforts to do a wine that was, uh, uh, of course, keeping the style not only of the grape variety, but also of uh, Um, nowadays drinking that uh, has changed dramatically in, uh, uh, I would say in uh, 20, 30, 50 years. And so, again, before was part of the daily uh, consumption. Today is something that we uh, only um, have in a moderate uh, consumption, better quality, but with uh, a smaller quantity. So, I mean, it's Things have changed. And uh, when people tell me, you know, these wines are not anymore the wines of the traditions. So, I mean, tradition is evolving with time. And tradition, yeah. I think every generation is uh, drawing and laying down the tradition of of the future in a sort of way. So my responsibility is probably the the one that is to... Lay down to draw down the tradition that one day will be remembered for uh, uh, the time being now, so uh, right. it's, we are changing the wine are changing and uh, but at the end it's key to keep the identity uh, a personality yeah. that is not re- replicable elsewhere you agree.
0: I, I agree a thousand percent. I think I think what you just said really encapsulates um, what is necessary globally, um, especially, and I want to say especially for a company like yourself, who's been around for so long, who has gotten and has kind of rot, has has ridden the tide, if you will, uh, ha, and has evolved to what they are now and has kept their identity. Uh, intact, because there's so many that have gone by the wayside, unfortunately, who yeah. have not been able to, you know, that have not been able to survive, as you've said, Correct. And, I Correct. Think, and I think in, in that of itself, being able to survive, and keep your identity, and make, I have to tell you, fantastic, Sangervais-based wine, I mean, just really great Chianti, unbelievably good wine. Um, you know that that you have you have to take your hat off to that because and you have to look yeah. as you, at that you're setting the bar for how everyone else uh, really needs to to do it. I Steve, I, I, don't I think,
1: think that excuse me, uh, sorry. Um, yeah. I think Stu that as much as we are able to uh, make something unique, as much as we are able to do something that is not replicable. Uh, elsewhere and uh, I think we will be successful as much as we find uh, we make wines that are you know uh, internationally made With uh, they lose uh, character, personality and identity and we lose what is really our added value. You, as you well know Sangiovese has been planted in many other parts of the world even California Yes. With uh, uh, you know uh, interesting results, but with a different style. They are not. I mean, it's not the Sangiovese that is planted in in central Tuscany. It's something else. No. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but it's different. So in Correct. a in a in a in a wine in a wine lover that is looking for you know one day for. You know, uh, let's say uh, Sauvignon Blanc from uh, New Zealand or uh, great wine from Alsace. It's looking. It means that it's looking for something that has a name, has a personality, has a face in a certain way in terms of style. And, uh, right. and this is what we are still in, we are still carrying it. And this is the key point in wine, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, when there is standardization of taste, uh, then we we lose we we lose our soul.
0: I agree. I agree a thousand percent. Um, so, was it your destiny to take over in 1993, or, or had you always wanted to carry on the family business?
1: Uh, absolutely not. I, I never wanted actually
0: <laughs>
1: because <laughs> I for <laughs> for you know in family you know there's always a little bit of struggle, battles and so on so uh i have always been a, a creative person and uh, and i i took um uh, a career professional career in photography in uh, and so for more than 12 years i have been a, a advertising photographer and right uh, and so i was not uh, involved in uh, wine making or in the wine business and uh, then all of a sudden you know it's like a boom uh, a small fire that comes and uh, maybe maybe yeah maybe yeah it was written but you never know until you really pop into you know and uh, so at certain point uh, uh, to make it short is uh, Came certain circumstances that uh, made me think about and change and take. I said either now or never, and right. uh, I did it without and maybe maybe thinking too much, but I did it as an instinct and uh, with very little experience. Uh, uh, but uh, the inside, I was breathing this kind of air since a long time already but without sure. knowing it sure right. uh, and uh, and then i had uh, maybe the the good feel of uh, choosing the the people that were working next to me and so little by little we made a a good team and uh, we went back to you know the old world the 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 origin of doing really what is needed, the true things, the simple thing uh, without many fantasies, so get back to really focus on on uh, on what are the characteristics of uh, of our wines, getting back to the uh, the vineyard, replanting the right clones, uh managing the vineyard in a proper way. Uh, little by little, you cannot do and you cannot improve uh, overnight. Things you need time. So uh, sure. today is 2010; it's uh, 17 years, and um, maybe just a few years ago we started to see the results. So it's uh, it's a long. Uh, you need to be patient, and you sure. need to have a you know a long term vision. In order to really do a good job, this is uh, for me now. Probably, as you said, Stu, it's a, is a sort of vision. But I don't want to be, you know, uh, talk too much. I, I, I'm very curious also to to hear what what are the questions that you received.
0: Oh, sure, sure, okay, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I got some I have some more questions here. From I'll take some of the email questions that have come in while we're talking. Um, okay. So the first one is from, let's see, um, the first one is from Pierre Duvin from Ottawa, Canada, and it oh. says, "I very, I very much enjoy your show. I wanted to ask Francesco what wine regions other than Italy he likes traveling to." And then it says, "Thanks <laughs> to you both. And Happy New Year." So I want to thank Ottawa. Pierre Duvin. I want to yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank for the Ottawa? nice
1: question. Yeah, I have been in Ottawa. I have been a few years ago, and I'm mm-hmm. often in Canada. It's a very important market, and uh, the Canadians are have a, a very fine palate, anyhow. And uh, so, what I'd, I like, uh, I would say, I'm I would stay in Europe, uh, and so I would say nowadays uh, France no doubt I have been uh, my last wine trip was in Bourgogne and uh, nice. I got in love with uh, the the great whites the great whites of uh, Pouligny Montrachet and sure. uh, this beautiful minerality this incredible um, Chardonnay that I again as as I was saying before, uh, re- very much um, um, non-replicable, not replicable. Right. They have their you can, you they imprint. Right. You you it is so, there is only one problem, too. They cost a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay.
1: Besides that, uh, there are some great white wines that I really love because they have they are unique. They can be done and produced only there. And uh, beautiful minerality, nice acidity, great wine for the food, uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I agree. Then uh, then some uh, German Riesling. Uh, for me, it's a moment of white. You know, it's quite amazing. I'm a red uh, wine guy, but uh, wine is 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 a passion, and when you love it, you you also love to change and to taste and to to pop from one side to the other one so then I'm always a Bordeaux fan but again def- difficult to find uh, good values nowadays uh, great wines sure. are very expensive and this is something that with you know, the, the recent uh, uh, economic slowdown of these years uh, has been changing very much the approach of the um, consumer and uh, also the absolutely in the wine world the the fact that uh, good value wines are more important than before before they were the oh, wow. only the icons that were you know being the the, the highlights and today good value wines are the ones that uh, no doubt are really uh, taking the 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 line, doing the the business, and this is something that I have always been believing. It uh, the wines we are producing, starting from Brolio, uh, that is our main uh, uh, distributed wine. It's yes. it's a wine that is a uh, great character, uh, great wine, but almost a wine for every day uh i believe very much in uh, good values because even a you know a great car a great product you have it, you can choose it for its quality and its value and today we are getting more on the basics because uh, uh the extremes in a sort of way are, are out and uh, uh, we are more understanding appreciating uh things that are approachable so even in I- wine you don't need to spend, you know, a hundred dollars to hundreds of dollars to get a great bottle. And, no, um, not at all. Not these days. Yeah, yeah. So things are changing, even in wine, and, uh, and this is very interesting. Very interesting. Absolutely.
0: I've yeah. I've gotten some some tweeted questions for you, so I'm from Twitter. So I'm gonna okay. and, and some uh, and some people that want to say hello to you. Okay. <laughs> so. Wine Portfolio, the TV show, uh, yeah. of which I myself have been a guest on, and my episode is coming out next month. And I take it they have been to to your castle before, um, because Wine Portfolio on Twitter says, "Stu, say hi. We shot at Ricasoli in August. What a beautiful castle, great wine, and nice restaurant." So, Wine it's Portfolio. Best, thank you. <laughs> they are saying hello and they are giving you many compliments. Uh, thank upon you. Thank being, you. being there, so I will. I will say. I will tell them and say thank you to them, as well as they. Uh, and I'll let them know what your what your answer was to that.
1: Yeah. Um, in S- addition, send, that, send my best regards, and uh, we are always trying to do our best in Broglio. Even now, we are making a new. Um, tasting room and, and a new place for small meeting and convention and presentation and so on. Even at the restaurant, we are improving. There is a small museum now in the in the castle, and so every day we try to add something more in order to make Broglio a real destination and not just a, not just a place where by chance you pop, you know, you just get there.
0: Um, right. Exactly. We are
1: in the middle of nowhere, but it's a beautiful place that you need really to f- find a way to, to reach it because it's, it's a, a little bit secluded, but more and more is becoming a destination.
0: Well, I'm going to tell everybody out there listening worldwide to go to www.ricasoli.it. I want you to check out the website while we're speaking uh, because First of all, it's a, it's a well-put-together website, first and foremost. But more importantly, it gives you the history, the very rich history that we had talked about at the top of the show of the Ricasoli family. It gives you pictures of the winery and the vineyard, and it tells you uh, you know where, of course, they're located. It lets you know about the wine. So if you want to buy some of the wines, as I mentioned at the top of the show, by all means, uh, there are some fantastic wines that you can buy. And uh and you know, you can also find out where uh locally uh you know, things are distributed and uh found to buy in your local in your town. Or of course, as I always say, you can go online, go to the vineyard, go to the winery online and buy some wine while you sip some wine. That's the way to do it in twenty ten. Um so I have another question here from Gupti five four two from Antanarivo, Madagascar. And hmm. it says Stu, I found your show last week when you had Mr. Devitt from Dariush. Great show, and I will continue to listen each week. My question for Francesco is, when do you know when a wine is ready to be bottled? And have there been times you have had to throw out a particular vintage because it didn't meet your standards? Thanks, and Happy New Year. So I want to first thank uh, gupti five four two from Antenorivo.com. Madagascar for emailing that question and Francesco, your answer. Yeah,
1: here we are. Um, well, uh, depends. There are a lot of you know. This kind of answer would need uh, many many words in the sense that uh, depends on the structure of the wine. First of all, uh, the vintage, uh, the grape variety, and how how is made that wine. So uh, uh, what we I can tell you what we do. Um, we pick uh, each plot of vine separately we bring it to the cellar we vinify it separately and we keep it separately each plot of of vineyard and uh, even in the aging time in the aging period when uh, the wine is in oak we keep everything separate and uh, so we control how it develops uh, with time and so on. More or less we know it's at the beginning because certain qualities you know that it doesn't need to stay in oak for a long time or even not. Some others need uh, because it has a more uh, concentration. And so it's always uh, a matter of uh, following the life of specific cuvée, I call it, uh, during uh, its life, and then uh, deciding how to make the blend of these different cuvées, and then when to bottle it. So to make it short, uh, we are not making very simple wine, but uh, let's say for Brolio, we bottle it after uh, more or less one year, uh, one year, 12 months, 14 months, 15 months in certain cases. In, uh, in some other occasion, we have uh, uh, wines that are coming from grapes that are really uh, the crus of broglios such as for Castello di Brolio, Colle di La, or New Casalferro, that are, need much more time to develop. And so it's uh, you know is nature. So you have to respect nature and the timing of nature. Uh, with respect to this, you need to taste, let's say, every month, every sixteen, every every sixty days, how the wine is developing, and then uh, deciding when to bottle it. It's uh, it's not a, a, a precise science but it's right. something that you you really have to develop with uh, the experience and is always a teamwork so it's uh but it's not a precise science right. and every year and you, and you have a great team is a, yeah and every year is a different vintage so uh, you think you know everything but you don't and so you start every <laughs> every year <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's a little bit like that
0: okay so the next one is from Tim at Seven Springs in Hermanus, South Africa. And it says, mm. Ciao Francesco, Felice anno, anno um Outside of Tuscany, which is the best Sangiovese you have tasted? And he said, this can be one wine from a different region of Italy and one wine from the rest of the world.
1: Well... Difficult to, to answer this question. I would say that uh, I haven't been tasting Sangiovese from all over uh, the world where it's produced. I have tasted uh, Sangiovese from Australia and the uh, U.S., uh, but something has to be said. Sangiovese is the mostly, nobody knows that, but it's the mostly and widely planted red uh, grape varieties in Italy, in central Italy. So let's say from uh, Emilia Romagna until almost Campania, let's say Lazio, uh, Sangiovese is the most planted uh, red grape variety. And uh, that means that you have uh, almost a constellation of styles. Uh, or if you prefer, In color, you get from white to black uh, style of uh, Sangiovese. So different Mm -hmm. personality, more concentrated or very easy drinking Sangiovese. Sangiovese is an amazing, amazing, amazing variety that is so sensible that even in the same state, the same clones and their... Maybe more than sixty different clones of Sangiovese today in Italy. Uh, even the same clone in the same estate, but planted in uh, um, different spots—let's say even hundred yard, hundred meters, or whatever—different uh, distance is is getting is showing a different character. So it means that right. Sangiovese is very sensible. Uh, it's like Nebbiolo. Um, delicate and uh, I haven't tasted any Sangiovese to get to the point. I haven't tasted any Sangiovese yet that is really um, showing uh, a character as an Italian one. So, uh, it's uh,
0: that's an answer in and it, in it of itself. And yeah, that it's, uh, then the again,
1: is is a universe. San Jose is a universe. Even in Italy, you have uh, from white to black. Uh, I mean, sure, sure, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So the next question is from Jose uh, Acabilda. I
1: haven't. Passed, uh, yeah.
0: Okay, Alberto. So no, oh, no, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I didn't want to interrupt you. No, no,
1: I wasn't saying uh, from South Africa. I know there is a little bit of Jovese planted in South Africa, but I haven't tasted yet from there. Oh, so,
0: okay. As I oh, said, Okay. You
1: know, yeah, uh, I haven't tasted, and uh, difficult. I mean, I don't, I don't want to make you know, fine judgments, but uh, for the ones yeah. that have they been tasting, uh, is, is is a are Sangiovese that are. Let's say different Sangiovese than the one that are planted, let's say, in central Italy.
0: Right. Okay. So the next question is from Jose Acchiavera from Lima, Peru. And it says, Buenas noches, Stu. I'm enjoying your show. Please ask my question to Francesco. What regions of Italy would he like to produce wine in that he is not at this time? Thank you and cheers <laughs> to be both. So (laughs) Jose Aceveda from Lima, Peru. Their question and uh, your answer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I would go to South Italy. Everybody is going to South Italy. Uh, Nevertheless, I think it's very interesting. There is a challenge. Uh, Italy has the advantage of having lots of very interesting grape varieties that are totally unknown, unfortunately, and. and I think I would uh, I would make my challenge with those A uh, small uh, let's say in the maybe in Sicily Sicily is producing massive quantity of wine, in the most cases not high quality very standard they are trying to make international style wines, uh, but uh, there is uh, there are some great potential in terms of uh, stylistically speaking for lost. Uh, or very unknown, uh, both especially red, uh, red, but also white uh, varieties. And uh, I would do something over there. I would do it either in Sicily or in Puglia.
0: Oh, very nice. Okay, those are great areas, too. Um, so I have some some more tweeted questions here who, that are coming in fast and furious. I want to get to a couple of them. And interestingly enough, there are some people who have asked multiple questions. Um, so from Big Pinos uh, from Oxford, London, he has a couple of questions here for you. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to pick up one of the questions because I have other questions I want to ask you as well. Uh, let's see. Um Ricasoli is the oldest winery in Italy, the second oldest in the world. Are you going to start using social media? That was one of his big questions.
1: <laughs> Interesting. I like this kind of question.
0: Social media. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> uh, yes, I would love well, you to do By the way, can uh, I just say something real quick?
0: I just want to say something real quick. You are right now using it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, in a subtle way, yes. But I, the I would... <laughs> but uh, I would like to use it more but you know we are at the end we are uh, quite small and we don't have the resources to do it and people to do it you know and I would use young guys but they would also need a, to know a little bit about wine so it's a uh, uh, otherwise you know there is uh, a lot of blah 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 and uh but it's what sure. I'm very attracted and um and uh very curious and uh very much the future community there yeah, no doubt
0: well you and i will talk sometime uh off the air and i'll 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 tell you as much as i can and help you out as much as i can on the social media end don't worry about it <laughs>
1: okay <Cut that> <laughs> uh, thanks
0: no problem okay so the next question is uh, it's going to come from me actually. I have some questions here. I wanted to ask you. So, okay. uh, what what American wines do you enjoy drinking? Just out of curiosity.
1: Oh, American wines are going through tremendous changes, tremendous, because of I think of the um, change of palates and uh, change of the economics as well. So. Uh, for and the media are also changing. I mean the wine wine critic, wine journal, wine guides and so on, they are also changing. It means that mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, too much long time, uh wines that have been awarded were or prized or you know, considered the the icons were the very key extracted. Uh, bold, huge wine. And uh, more and more, I think we are back to uh, privilege the wine that are instead uh, the drinkable wine, the wine that are giving the pleasure of forgetting the fact that you finish the bottle without even realizing it, you know. Uh, more drinkable wine, not right. with less extraction, less alcohol, uh, if possible, but uh, with a higher drinkability. Um, more and more, I think the direction, also even in America, is going there. Uh, overall, I think this is a extremely. Uh, uh, interesting change because also uh, in a sort of way getting closer the two continents uh, Europe and North America is getting closer with this um, I think that we are sharing more now the same approach with different um, maybe styles and criteria and uh, gravity but uh, getting back to more drinkable wine than you know, those, for me, uh, the garage wines, this, you know, super extracted and uh, in a sort of way, it's it's the end of these kind of wines, or right. I hope so.
0: Okay. So, if you weren't making wine, what would you like to be doing? <laughs> I guess photography? Uh,
1: well, this is what I did before.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: Now, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, you know why? Because I feel I have still a lot to do with wine. So I don't know. I have no time to think okay. what I could do.
0: No, that's a legitimate of. answer. That's a, that's a legitimate <laughs> answer, most definitely. Um, yeah. So, so so what is the common misconception about the Ricassoli family?
1: uh what do you mean with uh, misconception
0: okay so uh, what is it that people think uh about your family that they they they're completely wrong or they've got it wrong
1: ah yeah that everything is, is easy uh that uh, being uh, such a historical family um, everything will come natural i think uh even uh, especially for for us that we have to demonstrate something is even harder. Is the opposite, I would say. Um, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, for 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 a few years before, uh, at the big be- in '93, you said it. No, in '93 I I was in charge. I took, I mean, control of the winery and so on. And uh, my collaborator were telling me, Francesco, you need to go around and you know make a marketing communication and so on. I said, no, 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 no. Uh, until we are not ready, until we don't have uh, uh, a minimum quality that I uh, request in the bottle, I don't want to put my face on something that I'm not mm, comfortable with. So uh i think uh very in in our case um a few mistakes are accepted if we make it so it's uh we cannot make mistake we because we are under the lens of of everybody and so we we cannot we we have to we cannot make mistakes and uh um, because everybody is looking at us. Sure. And uh, And therefore, and this is at uh, the, uh, the other side. We are very fortunate because uh, the place is is unique. The place is rich of history. The place, but you have to respect this history. So if you uh, you have to keep it, you have to work it, you have to preserve it. Uh, and uh, so it's a huge job. It's a it's a privilege, and it's a unique opportunity. But at the same time, it's even harder. It's uh, you know it's the balance always.
0: I can imagine that that would be um, especially all eyes are on you because you've been around as long as you've been around. And as I said at the top of the show, you know you really set the bar for Chianti and for San Giovese uh, grape and 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 so on. So, here's a tweeted question for you from uh, Dean's Guide from Northern California. Speaking of the U.S., and he tweeted: okay. ask if Italian wineries are courting the Chinese wine market as as zealously as the French are are doing that. So, I guess his question is: Are you are you going after the Chinese wine market? Uh, you know, with a lot of enthusiasm, yeah. as, as much as the French are.
1: Well, um, the French are the first, and they are still the the leaders in um, in in in, uh, in in China. And uh, no doubt, I mean, uh, they are definitely number one. Then the, the Italians are very much behind uh there are the the new world is very aggressive in china China is very complicated because we are t- we are talking about china as a, s- a single market instead there are maybe twenty Chinese. sure depends where so um uh they are very different markets nevertheless it's a is uh is an opportunity Uh, we have um, uh, uh, an ancient wine ambassador that is uh, uh, going around Asia everywhere presenting the wine and everything. I am there often. Next year I will be in uh, just three weeks ago I was in Japan next year Mm -hmm. I will probably be in in China Korea and probably Japan again uh, it's an important market but needs time especially for the italian unfortunately in terms of uh, uh of communication the italian are not so strong the french has been doing a great job uh, as a, as a country they're very strong there so for this i'm very positive because we have a lot of opportunity because we have a small market share. So there is a lot of improvement, room for improvement.
0: That's yeah, great. That's great to hear that, that that you are um that involved. And just a quick question. How when do you get to the States or will you be getting to the States anytime soon?
1: Yeah, I will for sure come next year. I mean in a few days, not in next week, but I will come. Uh, we are represented by Andreyfus and uh, is yep. a new york importing company very traditional beautiful great uh wines represented and uh we have uh, this agency appointed since uh 1 year and uh doing very well um can Nadia, you get down to I'm miami Sure,
0: i will what can you can you Sorry? get down to miami at all
1: I uh, haven't been recently but uh hopefully to be back soon. Yes, okay. of course. You'll uh let me know, Florida me Flo- so, yeah, Florida is an important market with a lot of potential and has been traditionally absolutely. a great uh, market for Ricasoli. And uh oh, absolutely. so but uh, yeah, absolutely. yeah. I haven't been recently but nevertheless. It's uh, I have been in uh, in uh, New York and um in California just two months ago. And okay. uh, next year, yeah, of course. we have course, nice weather uh, here. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> it's going to be cold, Francesco, when you oh, get to New York.
1: Here it's cold. We are in the process of pruning of the vineyards. Uh, sure. It's, it's a very important period, you know. Um, people don't understand that there's a lot of job to do wintertime as well. Not only when... There is the picking time, but in winter there are a lot. Very delicate, very important. Uh, the pruning is one of the key moments of uh, long, oh, sure. long, long, but very important. You give the immediately the um, uh, the style of uh, the style of the future production. You give it during the winter,
0: right? And it's the most so creative. Have... Yes, another question. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say I, I wanted. I didn't want to interrupt you, Go ahead, Because I know there was a, a bit of a, a delay there. That's why I, I, I was going to ask. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, so I was going to say we have we have a couple of minutes left, and so I wanted to ask: um, Are there any events at the castle or anything going on with Ricassoli that uh, about your wines that you want to let everybody know about? So if they're going to be traveling, uh, or if wherever they they're going to be. They can take advantage of it and and be involved.
1: Well, we have um, we don't have main huge events at the castle. There are always uh, something going on: Uh, small presentation, tasting events, uh, small concerts, uh, or things. Uh, Next year, 2011, is a very important year for the Italian Republic because we are celebrating the 150 years of the. Uh, unity of Italy that was created in uh, 1861 and by the way one of my ancestors was the second prime minister uh, in in 1861 so next year 2011 oh yeah there will be a lot of uh, celebration because of this and we are part of this uh, because sure. again, one of the ricasoli was uh, Prime Minister just after the newly made Kingdom of Italy, and uh, so it's uh, you know wherever you go in in Italy, there is a, um, a street name to Ricasoli because of this uh, very very important politician, and not only politician it was the the one that invented the 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 blend and the formula of making classical. And uh so it's next year because of this we will be very busy. And besides well, I'm gonna tell everybody uh, to
0: get out there to Italy. And that uh <laughs> Sorry? You know, if you're going to Italy next year it's gonna be a, a very big deal. Uh and it's hundred and fifty years that, that they're celebrating. So that's a b- very big deal for uh anyone that's gonna be travelling through Italy that they should get to no doubt. Uh, yes your region um I, I have to say i want to thank you uh We only have like a minute left, so i want to thank you for for coming on the show. I know it's late there um and uh, i'm gonna to have to have you on again because there's so many more questions i have and there um, there's a lot more emails uh tweets. thank you so we we'll, we'll definitely thank you thank you, you. Uh, if you come down I, yeah.
1: I send my best wishes to to you of course and uh to everybody that is with us right now. And uh, happy new year and for a great 2011.
0: And see you, you in Brolio. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Thank you again. Thank you. Ciao. Be well. Bye. So that was Francesco Ricasoli. Ricasoli. I'm going to pronounce it right. Francesco Ricasoli of uh, Broglio, Italy, and uh, Ricassoli, Barone Ricasoli uh, Wines. Uh, you can go to www.ricasoli.it to check out his website and see about the wines that they have and everything else. As I always say, I want to thank everybody for coming on and listening to the show. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email them to info at stewthewineguru.com. You can go on to my website, www.stewthewineguru.com. Click on the link for all my wine articles, videos, and listen to archived wine shows. As I always say, if it's time to pour the wine, it's time for wine Guru. Drink up, good wine, and good night.